Hey guys, welcome back. Come on in, make yourself at home as you should when you're a guest in Bradley's house. I am your co-host, Jared Orr. She is the executive director of the Noel Family Foundation and our hostess with the mostest, Ms. Kelly Noel. Kelly, how you doing today? I'm good. Thanks, Jared. That was kind of a dad joke there, the whole hostess with the mostest. But I like it. It was good. I'm just- I, I tell I tell dad jokes. I specialize. <laughs> you in that them. is your specialty. It's- yeah, it's it's kind of how I it's kind of how I make it. It's true. Well, Kelly, I am super excited once again. We get to have another great guest. It almost is like I, I I say all the time that I'm jealous of myself, but I really am. We get to hang out and have these conversations <laughs> with these awesome musicians. Kelly, who's today's house guest? I am super stoked about today's guest. We um we have someone who's from a band that I saw about, I think it's been almost 10 years now. And I discovered them by accident when I went to a show and they were playing and I just stood there like, how have I not heard them before? And I absolutely fell in love and I've been a fan ever since. Today we have with us all the way from Florida, Dom Maresco from the Supervillains. Dom, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, my pleasure, you guys, man. Uh, thank you for all the kind words. I love this. Absolutely. This yeah. No, I just, man. I remember the very first time I ever saw you guys and I was just, it was at, um, the slide bar in Fullerton here in Southern California. And my jaw dropped. I'm like, holy shit, they are so good. I just, I love the energy and the sound and just the whole vibe of everything you guys do. Well, that's awesome. We always have a great time in Southern California. We always have good shows at the slide bar because it's really intimate. So yeah. I think we, uh, we come across really well. That's, that's kind of what we go for is that intimate, you know, bumping into each other, dancing around, having a good time kind of feel. So. Yeah, I love awesome. that venue. I do wish they had a little bit more air conditioning, but I do love the venue. <laughs> I think that's it, I, is always. it warm there for you guys? I've been reading all about it. You guys have been having yeah. a rough time with the, the we, heat, yeah? Yeah, we've been having some some high temperatures. Uh, it's not my favorite time of year, that's for sure. But and It's like know, a normal uh, summer day in Florida. It's so hot here all the time. Is it? So but you guys have that humidity that's so painful, right? Yeah, but we're yeah, and we're never too far away from a body of water, so you can always hop in somewhere and get yeah, swimming. Makes it tolerable, cool huh? Absolutely. Nice. So, what part of yeah. Florida are you in? Are you near Orlando? I am directly in downtown Orlando. I was going to say ah. you probably hear that the helicopters because there's a protest going on down like two blocks away. So really, what are they protesting? They're in and out. Um, I believe they're protesting for um, down in Cuba. They're having some issues, and uh, people are protesting for better treatment and better um you know i don't i don't want to go too far because i'm not 100 percent sure on what but i fairly certain it's for something about cuba yeah absolutely so nice right on so i have to ask where did the name the supervillains come from who came up with that you know it's the damnedest thing people ask us that all the time and we just don't even really remember It really is. It's like you need to make we, up a really good story. Yeah, don't let the truth. Don't ever let the truth get in the way of a good story, man. Come up with something and go with it. Something. I I feel like it's we're 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 terrible for that, but we just don't have the how how terrible is it that the supervillains don't have an origin story? Oh, right. Right. You do need an origin so, story. Well, we were hanging so, out yeah, with Joker we, and Penguin one day. Right. Yeah. Seriously. And that's the thing, too, because none of us really were, like, comic book people. We weren't, like, you know, like, eh, Batman, all right, whatever, you know? Like, 
I don't know how. I really don't know how it came out, but it just did, and it stuck. Hmm. And maybe there was another local band called the Villains, and you were like, you know what? We're better than that. Yeah, we're better than that. (laughs) We're the fucking super villains. How about that? Yeah, we turned it up to a couple notches. Yeah, no, like that. (laughs) If anything, I wish it was just the villains because the super villains. I don't. You know what are you gonna do? It's Eh, maybe 25 years ago, maybe I go back and change it. But I, yeah, we don't really have a. Scart could maybe remember, but me, I, I just there's certain things in life I like to remember, and that is not one of them for some reason. <laughs> Super, super's a pretty strong word, man. I think you're gonna want to hang on to that one. It's that yeah, it, it works for me. <laughs> okay, I guess so. Uh, yeah. One. Are you originally from the Orlando area? Uh yeah, I was actually born about three miles, not even two miles from where I'm standing right now. Um, and then I, I grew up in St. Cloud, which is about 30 minutes south of here. So when um, I was born, my parents, I believe, were living up here in Orlando. And then uh, very shortly after I was born, they bought a house a little south of here. And I lived there for 18 years. And then I moved right back, right here wow. in downtown Orlando. I lived here for quite some time. Quite some time. Obviously, you've traveled quite a bit with the music and all that, and you still choose to live there. That must say something about it. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of family here, too. You know, my mom and dad are here, and, uh, you know, uh, my, my grandparents are here, and my sister and my brother aren't too far away. They're, you know, within driving distance, so. Well, that's I nice. Mean, you are know, your plus, like I said before. Are they older, so younger? Where do they fit in? I am a middle child. So okay. I have right. a, a younger sister and an older brother, and that's probably why I'm so nuts. Nice. Do you also have a bird? What am I hearing squeaking? <laughs> it's a Florida baby. There's birds everywhere. There's birds, alligators, <laughs> that, lizards trying to. Yeah. Is that really just birds flying around? That is super just birds like right above my head. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah, there's it's a lot like of wildlife. Aviary. <laughs> yeah, it nice. is super. And like, you know, eight o'clock in the morning, you're like, bro, shut up. Oh, you know, they they cool. go. They Ouch. go. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little painful. <laughs> They're super loud. I'm not going to lie. Wow. Uh, so tell me, when did you start playing drums? Um, I, I believe around 11. And, wow. Uh, that's young. So since I'm 22 now, uh, you know, about 11 years. <laughs> since you're I'll, 22, Thanks. I was going to say, come Sorry. on. Come on, man. I guess this isn't video, so you can't see how grotesquely old I am. I'm I bad. did the quick Sorry. math, and if I've been listening to you guys for 10 years, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's not a thing. Nice uh, try. I, I'm a little older than that, but yeah, yeah. I've been playing not drums for, for a good bit since I was 11. Um, and then mm. I, I really started with the uh, piano because uh, my grandma forced me to learn it. My Mima, my Mima forced mm. me to learn piano. Mima. And she told me that if I didn't learn how to play piano, it would be the biggest mistake I ever made. I would kick myself in the butt, is what she said. Wow. And, uh, was she right? She was a very stern woman. She was very, very right. She was absolutely right. She was, uh, yeah, it was one of the uh, biggest things I ever really got from, you know, being around my grandmother so much. Because we were around my grandparents a lot when I was young. So oh, that's nice. she taught me a lot about piano. She was a great singer. She uh, was a great mm. piano player and she taught me how to read music and how to write music and how to play wow. music. And so, yeah, I, I give a lot of credit to 
my meemaw. That's awesome. I mean, the, with the piano, it's so versatile because it translates into, you know, and an better understanding of so many different instruments and music in general. Yeah, it's really hard. You look like a caveman when you're telling somebody in your band to play this note. You go, no, go, ooh, <laughs> that note, you idiot. Why are you looking at me like that? It's this note. So, yeah, if you have a piano, you can though. just press the piano keys a lot better than singing yeah, uh, notes. Yeah, my my mom is a piano teacher, and her mom before her was also a piano teacher. So I took piano lessons from my nana, and um, she was horrible to take lessons from. She was so nice to her other students, but to me and Brad, she was she would scream and yell. She was she did not make it pleasant. Let me just say that. So so we stopped lessons at a pretty early age, but you know, mom was always around. So if we were playing on the piano at home and hit a wrong note. She has perfect pitch. So from the other room, she would be like, that should be a G or something. It's crazy. Always tripped me out. But it's a good foundation to have for sure. Yeah, Meemaw was very stern as well. I think that comes with the grandma and mom teaching piano Maybe. to their yeah. family member. I think that's kind of part of You really have to be good. You really have to focus. Uh, it's really pressure. crazy. I still have my, my, my piano workbooks and stuff. And uh, <gasps> You do? From like a long time ago with like awesome. my name written to where it looks like you know i was doing it in crayon pretty much oh, that's awesome but still has all my grandmother's like handwriting she had the like the, the best cursive handwriting for some mm. reason like literally like she like wrote like so perfectly i don't know how she ever did it but i will most that's... certainly hang on to those as long as i live because that's cool they're pretty pretty solid memories yeah. must be nice your grandma taught you how to become this awesome musician and you never had to have a real job again and my grandma used to just carry like fucking sweet and low packets in her purse that's what i <laughs> that's like what that's her, my her other grandma name was yeah. that's, that's my other grandma yeah that's my italian grandma she's about two and a half foot tall um oh and and my grandfather's way taller he's like two eight you know what i mean so i'm like a it's crazy. My matching uh, my mustaches. Dad's the family. Oh man, I'm I'm telling you, like legit paisans. Like they are Italian <laughs> people. Like wow. no joke. They're they're great awesome. people. They uh, whenever I walk around, I feel like Godzilla walking around over their house. It's crazy. Because <laughs> oh, I'm six but you're one, you know. Well. So. I bet you never yeah. leave hungry. Oh man, that's the best part. It's the best part. I still uh, my aunties still send me jars of sauce you know across the way they'll stop by and no. drop off big fat jars of red sauce yeah because my oh, i can't i don't know what it is man i got the recipe i still can't make that shit taste like that what? man i don't think I don't, you can oh. truly be italian if you're not making good pasta sauce i'm just saying like theirs is at such a level that i just cannot get to it's like ah. me sweet tea can't make Mima sweet tea i can't make it that good i don't know why i don't know how mm. but Mima maybe you know, is the water i don't know <laughs> it's i'll tell you it's the it's the strangest thing like when i you know I, i'm from an irish family you know so growing up we had spaghetti for dinner like oh what's for dinner tonight oh we're having spaghetti okay great but all my italian friends they had they had sauce for dinner and then whatever the <laughs> fucking noodle was was whatever it was but they're like you want to eat over tonight what are you having sauce the fuck what? are you talking about sauce that's not 
dinner. But yeah, that was that was the meal, and then the noodle was just the bullshit that that went on top of it. It didn't matter. Oh, and get like the meatballs that are stuffed with cheese, and oh man, oh don't get me started. <laughs> it's dinner yeah. time. And grandma for you. sauce. <laughs> grandma sauce always had some kind of meat in it, like. I don't know what kind of meat. I'm guessing it was beef, but man, when it, if you got like a chunk of that meat in your sauce, you were like, oh, oh score. <laughs> yeah, serious. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. I have a question. I've wondered this for a long time. You guys do a lot of covers, which I love. Yeah. I always think I, I like hearing bands reinterpret songs. Who Who's driving that boat? Like whose idea is it to do the different covers? Listen, ain't nobody over here driving their boat. <laughs> the steering wheel broke off a long time ago. Nobody drives boats. Right? Actually, we all drive boats, but that's a different story. What's uh, when, it comes, when it comes to uh, cover tunes, I think when the first ones really started happening, I feel like it was just like stuff like our parents listened to that whatever yeah. we listened to, it made, it made us happy, you know? Mm -hmm. so like the billy joel tune was probably the first one we really put our minds to and and really tried to do and i like man that song yes man that 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 song reminds me of my mom driving us to school with a coffee mug all the way to the brim you know what i mean like the coffee was (laughs) all the way to the brim and she's driving with one hand screaming at all of us you know there's music in the background you know we're just going to school and she never spilled that coffee. That's what that song reminds me of. Oh, she never spilled the coffee. It was to the brim, like the little bubble, you know. It's right there. She never spilled that coffee. Goes to school every time, <laughs> and she drank that whole cup. Never spilled a drip. That's awesome. You guys but, also cover. We, yeah, as we further went on, I feel like yeah, just songs we really liked and songs we had come together and made up our mm-hmm. minds on. We actually have uh, been working on like five or six just because we were sitting here doing nothing from the uh the pandemic so yeah. we've got a good bit we <laughs> i don't even know we're just silly over here we're like you know you don't want to know it's crazy we're we rock bottom know. over here yeah yeah we want to know <laughs> yeah we definitely want to know what have you guys been working on we're legit working on a cover of a weird al song because <laughs> we were just Crazy. I, I, I told you we have no steering wheel. We just are doing Can you tell us which one? Uh, yeah, I guess. I reckon. Why not? It's uh, We're doing I Lost on Jeopardy. <laughs> because oh my just God. because we're stupid, I guess. I don't know. We do too many dabs. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. But yeah. Oh, no. Someone That's... thought it was a funny idea. You know how it is when you're like, ah, that would be funny. And then you laugh it off because it's stupid later. We just didn't get to the, the man, it's so stupid kind of part there. So Good. I think that people um, expect that of you guys. I mean, you definitely, you know, you have that sort of good time vibe and, um, you know, you don't take yourselves too seriously. And I think that's one of the things that your fans love about you guys, really. Yeah, we just, we like to mix it up. I, I don't know. It's just really crazy with just, I feel like a lot of bands have a certain, you know, start to finish on each record kind of sounds the same. And we just don't like to do that. We just like to like to mix it up. Plus, I think we're all a short, short attention span people. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, this is going too slow, man. I need to do something. Let's move it along. You know what I mean? So 
shake things up a little. Plus, we we we, we don't know where the line is either on this this stuff. We just do it. Yeah. That's good. It's there's a a honesty about that, a genuineness. I think people appreciate. Yeah. So we were, we've been working on those cover things, and then at the same time, we've been working on this other EP. Right? It's 25 minutes long, and it just goes. I mean, you you'll, you'll definitely notice the different tracks as you go, but from start to finish, it's it's meant to be played all together. Nice. So that too that is out? wild. That we're done. So really, it really could be out within the next two or three months. I would imagine. Wonderful. That's um, exciting. Like it's like it is done. Done. It's ready to go and get some records made and some CDs made, and it's ready to go. So nice. Um, I love that you guys covered "Careless Whisper." I'm a huge Wham fan. I remember where I was when I heard Wham broke up. It was a very devastating day in my life. Ugh. Hush. No one's talking to you right now, Jarrett. So <laughs> I think you guys did a great job covering that. I really do. I think that's just another example of us being like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if, and before you know it, we're like, done. Thanks. The producers like high five us and we're already out of the door, you know? So yeah, I think was... in hindsight, like really, if we probably thought about it for another two days, probably we probably would have done it. But well, we I actually didn't it. think about it then because it made me very happy. And it gave me an opportunity to give my kids a little music lesson too, which I do a lot every time I hear something that as a cover or it sounds like something or is influenced by something, I would sit them down and, and play all the old stuff for them. So it gave me a chance to, to introduce them to Wham. Not that they're big Wham fans, but they are big supervillains fans. So oh, oh no, something right. <laughs> I feel like your favorite songs too. Sometimes you always like, man, this is my favorite song. And then you find out like years later, like, oh, it's a cover song from yeah whatever you know what i mean like i dig that i dig that about how music can be you know totally and you guys covered what happened for the house that bradley built man i gotta tell you this man we have so much fun playing that song live so good legit i wish we would have uh had another couple of days before we recorded it because we've added in some silly violent really? films act like violent oh films my god i oh, just listened to them this morning that's crazy so, so uh you know uh, i'll have to get like a, a good live video for you guys or whatever and send it over oh, to I'd you but that. yeah we we mix in a little violent films at the end because we were big fans of the violent films which as well, so. which violent femme song do you mix in at the end so basically what happens is we go and then what happened and then from right there, we start. Man, I got walk and I stop. Oh, oh no, that's coming. great! Shut yeah, so up, we, that's awesome. Yeah, so we roll through a little bit of that, and uh, we've added that to it. So, but yeah, man, when we play that song live, it is it is uh, it is a blast. And I it believe really... actually we did. Um, yeah, you know what? We did that for Sugar Shack. So I bet you you will see uh, the acoustic version of that. At nice. Least. Oh, so, yeah. awesome. And I love how you guys gave it your own twist by having that drinking tonight at the beginning. It's so perfect. Oh, it's just the perfect to. song for you guys. Yeah, it's just perfect. You did a great job. Had to, because that's kind of the point of the song, right? You wake <laughs> up in the morning and you're like, what? Well, I mean, it maybe you perfect. did five or 10 years ago. I don't know about it anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a big, 
I'm a big square now. If I wake up and say what happened, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't eat that cheesecake or whatever last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're all getting older. It happens. It happens <laughs> to the best of us. Well, we really appreciate you guys doing that song. Definitely. No, absolutely. I appreciate like you know, like I always tell you, I, I appreciate the opportunity. We always like being included, you know, with uh, yeah, all you guys. Fun. We're so far away from you over here on the East Coast, but we like being close, you know. Yeah, so. it's like a world away, but hopefully we'll be able to do some kind of a, a No Family Foundation event over on the East Coast soon. We've been getting lots of requests for that over the years, and hopefully one of these days we can make that happen. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to have you over here. It is, yeah, just, you know, pack a swimsuit because it's freaking hot. <laughs> we'll not be coming in the summer. I went to Orlando yeah. one year. It was a long time ago, probably, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. But it was May. I just remember it was the month of May. And as soon as you walk outside, you're just drenched. It was just so humid. Really it's hard. It's pretty brutal. Like, you know, when you get in your car for the first time for the day. and Yeah, man. Toasty. But we're all nice and tan, you know. We're all tan. Yeah. And it could be worse. You could be living in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Is it hot up there today, Jared? You don't, you don't understand <laughs> what it's like for the cold that we that we have here during the yeah. winter time. And yeah. oh, I do. I've seen it. I've seen it. I oh. see. Yeah, you, you've seen it. That's it. But like. When you walk outside and like the inside of your nose and eyes freeze, like, that's a thing. <laughs> like it, I mean, I, we literally, um, we, we used to take like, you know, you'd get these really big cold spells here and we would take pots of boiling water and you take it outside and it would be boiling, scolding water and you would throw it up in the air and it would turn to snow and fly away before <gasps> it hit you. No. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Uh, it's so like when everybody talks about their great weather, it, it's just it's because we only have we get like a couple weeks of summer and then it's like right back into into winter for us. Um, mm. But but we don't get hurricanes. That's nice. Yeah, but if you, you, know? you live in Central Florida, you know you don't have to worry so much about the hurricanes. It, it just gives you a good uh, reason to party and hunker down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hunkering I is uh, the best. I'm <laughs> a big fan of hunkering. Well, Jarrett, I totally know what you mean about the cold weather because sometimes in the winter it gets down like into the 50s here, and that's super chilly. So. Well, you know what, to be honest this. with you, I don't. Southern Southern California is too cold for me to be honest with you. I mean, <gasps> last time I was there, I was every time I go to San Diego, it's like 60 degrees. What's going on with that? Well, the San Diego's always cooler. Yeah, San Diego's always cooler yeah. than like LA and Orange County, but. It is like too cold for me. I, I like this hot. I, I do. I, to be honest with you, I, I joke about it, but I really do like the hot. I don't know why. Because I got a good air conditioner, I reckon. Maybe that's that's why. probably why, yeah. And you're near water. <laughs> that helps, I'm sure. Yeah, that, like I was saying before about the boat, we, we, all of the boys have boats. So we have like the supervillains have an unofficial navy. We just cruise around <laughs> and fish so cool. all day and go swim. And we've been, nice. last week we went for our uh, annual scallop retreat where we go to the west coast of Florida and we go scalloping for the week and it was a blast. It go blast. scalloping? What, did, what does that entail? I, I'm not even clear so on where scallops come basically, yeah, basically you hop on a boat they're and you, you cruise. They are. They're, I, think, I think so. They're bivalves. They're bivalves, whatever that means. So anyways, I yeah. Take your word for it. it. 
you do like seven miles out straight from the Gulf. You just go straight out and then you hop in the water with the snorkel and you swim and you just dive down when you see them and you grab them. It's pretty what crazy. What do they look it's like fun. in the wild? They're just like little shells. They look like little cool seashells. and they're Kind of like a you know, clam? They got, yeah, they got little eyes in between the two shells. Yeah, they look kind of like clams, but they're opened up and then you can see their eyes and they're in about they have eyes. Yeah, they have a bunch of little eyes. They're Wait, a cool bunch of animal. <laughs> like really a bunch of, this. yeah. More to see with, I reckon. Yeah, there's a lot. I, of, I, I can't, you know. I can't eat anything that I've made eye contact with. Oh, it gets way worse. You have to clean them too, man. It gets way grosser oh. than looking at their eyes. Yeah. Because basically, on the inside of the shell, they're like um, almost like a uh, octopus, almost on the inside of the shell. So you clean all the the guts out of there, and then you're left with the little tasty, tender, chili sweet, parts. yummy chili parts. Yeah, yum. scallop mm. itself. Yeah. So, but yeah, we've been doing that for about five later. years. Yeah, wow. it's so much fun too because they're they're in like four to six to seven foot of water, so it's really not that sketch. I mean, you are like seven miles out, but yeah, so, okay, that's really where I'm a little confused. You go seven miles out, and it's only four to six feet deep. Um, on the east, uh, sorry, the west coast of Florida and that in the middle, like the, the, the center of Florida, the Gulf. Yeah. It's super shallow for miles and miles. Like you can go out for a good Yeah. You can walk to Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> close, close, very close, but you can go out. I, I think it's like 10 miles and it's still only like seven feet. It's oh, pretty wow. crazy. Yeah. I so, <laughs> and the, the, the bottom is basically all grass and sometimes you'll see little fish and sometimes you'll see reefs with a bunch of fish on them. And, mm. you know, you can go fishing. Yeah. That's, I mean, cool. that's what we like to do on our, on our spare time. All, all, all the boys, basically, we just we head out. So did you guys do a lot of that during the pandemic? I would imagine that's a nice, safe uh, activity. We did, actually. There's only yeah. like a certain uh, time of year you can do it, but we did actually last oh. year. We did we did go. And because uh, all of us basically have been working together the whole time and trying to keep it, you know, we try to keep it as safe as possible. But I mean, you know, trying to do the best we can do to keep things rolling while keeping yeah. everybody safe. You know. When so. did you guys start the band? 1996. Wow. 25 years yeah. ago. It was a long time ago. So, so yes, I'm definitely preschool. not. So I'm not 22. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we just, we just blew that. Sorry. Yeah. And yeah. how did that all come about? Uh, well, Scar and I were playing in high school band together. And we just started playing during lunch together. And then we got a bass player and we started playing more. And before you know it, we were doing shows here and there. And then, you know, a couple of years later, we're opening for bands. And then a couple of years later, we're, you know, we got lucky enough to bump into Pepper. And mm, they linked us up with Law Records. And we've been, you know, doing our, you know, just kind of traveling and doing doing things kind of in our own our own way probably the wrong way and every NFL I'm sure it could be better you know but we uh <laughs> you know we do a lot of the touring in the Caribbean you know we well, do a lot sense. of touring in uh Florida of course you know when we're not going across the country so sure. I mean 
it's really crazy how it all turned out because we really started playing music in a like a lunchroom at a high school in a small small town that's really cool a great success story if i could just remember how we named the damn band yeah (laughs) i won't give you a hard time about that anymore but i do think you need to just make up a story because there really should be something connected to that like someone suggested superheroes and you're like, no, that doesn't make any sense. How about supervillains? I don't know. There's got to be something. I think yeah. you might be on to something. That's probably how it happened. But yeah. Maybe Sounds we, about right. I don't think Google was a the thing then. So we couldn't like Google to see if there was a band. <laughs> no, 25 <laughs> years ago, Google was definitely, <laughs> definitely not a thing. Yeah. That damn high nice Yeah. yeah. What was that, Jarrett? Uh, superheroes yeah. just wouldn't have been as cool. I think you no. guys nailed it on the uh, on the supervillains. I got to ask, you guys have some awesome uh, album names. I, I've always wondered, what's the process? Like, do you guys know what you're going to call an album before you're going into it? Do you wait until it's done being recorded and pick the name for it? Uh, what wh- What's the process behind that? Well, the Nice Things record, I think we named just because there was a song on there called Nice Things, maybe. I don't see again, man. You guys got questions i just don't have answers <laughs> just make There's, something up we won't know the difference i mean uh, you know like the jamerica album we named jamerica because there's a building in melbourne um that just has on the side of it just a jamerica and we're like all right let's take a picture of that and uh, okay you know of course we talked to the owners and stuff so we called that jamerica we had a uh, the grow your own album with the <laughs> one of my high school buddies, he was one of the football players. He was like 400 and five, no, that was massive. The 400, 500 pound guy just wow. giving us the, the big muscles. Yeah, man. It's just, I guess how it goes Yeah, just while you're working on these things, you come up with something to call the project, I guess, at the end of the day. And then you mm-hmm. extrapolate as you go, I guess. You know? um, What's the creative process like with you guys? Like, do you all sort of, uh, pitch in together or is it usually sort of spearheaded by one or the other or how does that work? Well, over the, the course of the 25 years, things have definitely been different. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, when we first started, you know, it, it was us sitting together, rocking just noise together and then finally honing that to something. And before you know it, Scart would have some lyrics and then <clears throat> eventually I started singing some of the songs and then i started singing more of the songs and before you know it i was writing half the songs so mm. basically scart will do his songs he'll write a skeleton to his songs and i'll come and follow up with him and the bass player you know now we have bj uh, the bass player definitely hops in he writes his parts um my songs basically i will just write everything i'll write and perform everything on a scratch and then mm-hmm. give it to the guys and they'll take it and they'll write what they wanted to write for the part that I wrote basically, you know? Um, and then we'll all get back together and we'll work on it together and we'll see how it works. But we are crazy about pre-production. We love to do, you know, our own pre-pro. We love to record our own music and then work on it together with the guys, you know, especially just with the way the technology is these days. I mean, if we could have been doing this 25 years ago, life would have been much more simple. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Because 
back in those days, you couldn't just be like, here, here's a, you know, five tracks. Go ahead and put your six track on top of that. You know what I mean? That would be terrific. You know, you could do it from your phone these days. You could never do it like that. You know, you have to go pay some guy to be creepy and stare at you funny, you know? (laughs) Now, (laughs) let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is how do you sing and play the drums at the same time? That's the elephant in the room. I thought it was the, that is. The, the buffalo remark. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, that was a good one. We like that. <laughs> yeah, good. good. Uh, you know, I, I tell people all the time that I just don't think about it. I really don't. I just do it. You know, huh. <clears throat> It's hard to describe, but I mean, every time I'm like, all right, here comes this part. I'm going to nail it. I'll mess it up. You know, I just got to <laughs> go up there and just rock and have a good time and feel it and it comes mm-hmm. out, you know, it's just something I can't really explain, but I just, you know, and to me, I don't know what everybody's talking about. There are far better people than me doing this because there are very great singing drummers out there. I can't name any names, of course, because, you know, I don't Phil know. Phil Collins. But, you know. Phil Collins is a good yeah, example. See? I just, there I think go. it's, it's a challenging thing to do and, and you do a really great job at it. So yeah, I remember being very impressed by that. I think it just comes back to that ADD thing, you know, or I just got to mm. be, look at the buggy, look at the buggy. I guess I got to keep my mind busy, something, you know. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so what are some of the challenges of being a career musician, in your opinion? Yeah, you know, paying the bills, things like that. Mm, no. um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the real thing. That's really the end of it. You know, uh, having to make decisions based on the fact that you need to be paid kind of sucks. You know, right. I hate that. Yeah. yeah. Um, trying to stay relevant and trying to keep up with everything and trying not to get frustrated with the fact that you hate all the changes. And, right. You know, like I was thinking about that the other day when we were out there fishing is like, I'm just so tired of having to document my life. It's just so mm. stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you have fans in the front row holding up their stupid phones and people behind them can't see, like, God, I hate that. Like, stop yeah. documenting everything. Like, put your phone away and see it for real. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It would kind of be nice if just, everybody had to check their phones at the door. Seriously. I mean, it, you know what? Like, I'm not like a total dick. Like, I get it. You're there. You paid your money. You want to take some photos. Like, I'm cool with that. But, like, after the second or third song, put that shit away, man. You don't need it anymore. Like, what's the point? And further, you're not going to look at them videos again. You might look (laughs) at them once. But what are you going to do with them for real? You're just going to delete them one day because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's just how things go. I'm I'm guilty of doing the same thing. I I take pictures of things that I don't care about anymore, you know? Right. <clears throat> that that really to me is the toughest thing is just that you have to go through so many emotions these days to just play in a freaking band and it's stupid you know yeah. i just want to play music and entertain people and have a good time you know and it's not you know, always that I'm, simple it's really not you know you got to do a lot more these days than just think about good music you know yeah. maybe that's why there's so much shit that that is out there it's very possible yeah, it's tough when it becomes a business, you know, because you obviously you're all very creative and artistic, and then you got to find a way to monetize that if you want to be able to continue 
producing your music, you know, because clearly you have bills to pay and that kind of thing. And I would imagine that gets pretty challenging. Right. Absolutely. It, and that's that's it, like I said. It, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say how how hard is it having so many guys in the band that you know trying to keep everybody happy and and you know make the decisions together and all that. Well, um, it's not, it's pretty easy with my guys more than it is with other people that I see, if that's okay. fair to say. Sure. Um, I see bands that throw all their business out there, and I see bands that get frustrated and they let people see that, you know? Mm. I don't think that's, I don't think that's great. I think you got to keep that in yeah. the back room, and I think you guys need to hash that out. and. I've been lucky with my guys, you know, I'm not saying we're perfect and I'm not saying no one's ever been drunk and made a fool of themselves, but <laughs> I mean, I've been lucky with my guys cause everybody's pretty level headed and uh, Scar's been my best friend since I can remember, you know, and we don't always agree with everything all the time. Um, matter of fact, a lot of times we don't agree on things, but at the end of the day, we bounce things back and forth, back and forth until they work. You know what I mean? And, yeah. You know, we're not millionaires or anything, but we're still doing what we love to do and we're still squeezing it by, you know, so. That's um, impressive. I'm happy. That's really yeah. all it's about really at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, so many of us spend, spend our days doing things that we don't want to be doing. And I mean, obviously there's a lot of that in what you do too, but, but to be able to, you know, make a living doing your, your art, I think is really impressive. It takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of dedication and it takes a lot of being able to skip a paycheck here and there, you know what I mean? Right. And it being, it being okay and not getting discouraged, you know, cause that'll happen too, you know? Right. Sometimes it's discouraging when you're, you know, pinching pennies and trying to make things work when you work hard all the sure. time, you know what I mean? It's tough. Yeah. So. And most people I think just see the, you know, they see the shows, they see the fun, they see the, you know, the party and they don't necessarily always see the work behind it and the sacrifice behind it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, that all this stuff happens. I mean, <laughs> there's so much to it. I, I think about it all the time. I mean, there's merchandising, you know, all your tunes and the, on the online and your yeah. social media, there's just, there is just so much to it. And just because I work from home doesn't mean that I'm not, busting my butt you know day in and right. day out you know? for sure so who are some of your influences well you know it's crazy i got to meet most of my influences um nice. it's really wild I've, I've been so lucky like you know that's one thing i'll always say is that this whole business has been so like just awesome and so rewarding really at the end of the day um of course you know brad was huge because because I listened to Sublime, I listened to Operation Ivy, then I listened to Rancid, and then I listened to mm -hmm. Lesson Jake. Before I knew it, I was listening to all these bands because I listened to one band. It's, that wow. is very, very incredible. You know what I mean? But from there, uh, you know, like, like, I, like I'm saying, like I, I've been on tour with Lesson Jake at this point. I've met Fat Mike before. I, wow. you know, I've met all these people that were super influential to my youngster life. And, just uh i've been lucky enough you know dave wakeland from the english beat and mm -hmm. uh, you know talking to buck from the toasters uh, love wow. those guys and I've always looked up to them 
but just you know through hard our hard work and through everything that we've done i just i got to meet him and uh super cool to to meet your heroes always always super cool you know especially when they're cool people you know yeah especially. um so yeah i would say even uh crazier like even uh real big fish was was huge when we were uh starting to play music and loved listening to them i always loved how they put their music together and how how great the hooks were and how fun just the overall music was and you know, just another band we got to go on tour with, you know, so it was, it was really crazy. Like we ended up getting an agent and started ended up getting all these shows and all these support slots, and all these, you know, bands that we looked up to. Super Are there cool. any and, bands you know, that you would love to play with that you haven't yet? I mean, there's, there's always going to be those bands, that's for sure. But I mean, I've been just super blessed with the bands we've got to play with. Man, we, we got to go on tour with Slightly Stupid for like, I don't know, for like eight months at this point wow. in our careers, you know, nice. um, the pepper guys, of course, you know, Yasad has been one of my very, very good friends <laughs> for a very, very long time. He is definitely one of my oldest friends that I still speak to. He uh, is one of my absolute favorite just, people. He's just, he's just, uh, he's a hammer. The dude's a hammer. Yeah. He's a cool <laughs> dude. You know, he is. Uh, Love him. So talented. A, a chat. Yeah. So talented and so humble and he's such a connector, you know, always thinking of like, oh, hey, this person would enjoy talking with this person and you should know so-and-so and what about this? And he just, he amazes me. He really does. Yeah, it was he's the coolest great. part about being on the record label, you know, with being on Law Records was, you know, they kept setting up tours for us. And, oh, you guys want to go on tour with the Mad Caddies? Oh, no problem. Let me see if I can Father Asia. And before oh, I know please. it, like that you know the trumpet player is playing on our new record and you know like there's just so much so much cool stuff that happened from that and um i'm always grateful for law records always grateful for yasad and that's just one of those things when you're networking you're meeting all these people you never know you know you really never know yeah and he knows everyone it's like the big joke it cracks me up every time he'll be we'll be talking about something and he'll be like Oh yeah, I know him. Like, of course you do. Of course you do. You know everyone. Like, even the most random people that you would never expect in a completely different industry, totally unrelated to music, and he just he knows everyone. I think it's cool. Very cool. And I, he introduced me to Hawaiian food. I never really had Hawaiian food before I met him, and I like ah. my absolute favorite food. I love to eat, you know, mac salad, spam, mixed nice. plate, and eat all that stuff. Like. Uh, five times a week and it's his fault he forced me into it (laughs) we blame him well thank you again for being on the album thank you for coming on the show thank you for making such great music i've raised my kids on it they're huge fans as well and um i think you guys are doing a great job so keep up the good work thank you guys and thank you guys very much for having me and thanks for all the kind words and can't wait for you to see that sugar shack and what's playing and what happened. I think you're yes. really yeah, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's going that's to gonna be, be good. Awesome. When is that coming out? I don't know. Um, it's it's got to be on the schedule, so I'm guessing eventually, probably within the next month or two, I would imagine, because nice. they've got. Uh, I don't know if you checked out the sugar shack sessions, but they've got a lot oh, of yeah. good stuff going on. Yeah, they do a great job. Really, yes, fun. absolutely. Now, Dom, for uh, everybody who's listening, I'm sure you guys are all very familiar with the supervillains already. But if not, where can they find you? Website, social media, anything that you got going on? Go ahead and plug it now, man. 
Thank you. Uh, if just go to the supervillains.com or just go into Google and type in the supervillains band or our Facebook is supervillains Florida. Um, you know, basically just the, the supervillains.com and that'll direct you anywhere and everywhere you can get shirts and all of our discographies on there, the Spotify, everything. <laughs> everywhere. Awesome. awesome. Well, uh, right thank on. you again, man. This was awesome. Well, thank you guys very much. And I'm going to work on that origin story until the next time I see you. Thank you. I expect you to be much better next time. Much more interesting. <laughs> you know, and when you, when you have it together, I want you to give us a, a you know, message Kelly or myself. We'll have you back. I want you to break that shit right here on Bradley's house. So like, this is it. This is how it went down. So for everybody who's been asking, we finally came up. I mean, we remembered what we were right. going to tell everybody. And this is it. And I'm going to be like, fucking happened on our show. So yeah, we'll break that shit. It's like you find out here first, all the breaking news here. That's first. right. Well, we're about to go to Texas for a week, so I'll have plenty of time during the road trips to concoct oh. the most masterful of origin stories. Oh, it's gonna, I can't wait. It's <laughs> going to blow your mind. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Dom. It's been great. So there we you. were, Buffalo, <laughs> New York, freezing our asses off. Throwing Someone hot water said, up in the air, watching the snow. Oh, yeah, we were, th- we were throwing <laughs> boiling water. Inside of my nose was fucking frozen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm looking forward right. to that. Well, I sure hope you guys make it out to California soon. Otherwise, I'm going to have to come out there because it's been a while and I would love to catch another supervillain's show. I, I know that if Scar was here, he would probably say something like, I triple dog dare you to come to Florida. <laughs> oh, you, you can't walk away from a triple dog there i know that's yeah. tough well you know my my half brother has been living out in the tampa area with his wife and their oh, nice. nine-month-old baby and i they're out here right now so i finally got to meet her for the first time but i told him if they hadn't come out like in the next 90 days that was it i was just gonna get on a plane and go so i'm sure one of these days i'll be out there visiting them and i'll I'll be sure to look you guys up, but it sure would be nice to have you out here because my kids want to come too. So, you know. Yeah, I think we're going to be working our way over there October, November. I think we're going to be working our way at least to Colorado. So if we can get a, if I can talk to the guys into it, we'll try to scoot over a couple more states. California is not far from Colorado. Just, you know. Hop, skip, and a jump. (laughs) Just head to the water. At at that point, yeah, man. It's a pretty easy (laughs) drive there, yeah. like Might as well. Right on. Well, it's really Really great talking with you. We appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. No worries, guys. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you very soon, I hope. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Well, we had a lot of fun speaking with Dom from the Supervillains. Really fun group. What an awesome guy. That was really a cool chat. Yeah, he's so much fun to talk with. Great guy. And I love the band. They're just so much energy. And the fact that he sings while playing the drums, just that just blows my mind. Very, very talented guys. It was really fun having him on. Yeah, that's like, you know, the old thing where you have to like do the circle on your stomach while you pat the top of your head. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. It's I not as easy he, as it sounds. <laughs> bet you he's fucking so good at that. He was probably like he was the king of the schoolyard because of that. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Hey, before we finish well, up, guys, we hope um, that I just want to bring on our producer because Anna and I have something that we'd like to share. Hi, everybody. It's your 
I was going to say hostess with the mostest, but that's Kelly, <laughs> producer with the most deucer. Anyway, I'm Anna, and Kelly and I would just like to give a big happy birthday to Jarrett. It's going to be in two days, and unfortunately, I don't have the sweet band connections to arrange someone to help me dedicate a song, but with the help of <laughs> Kelly, we did get a very special birthday message for you, Jarrett. We did. Hi, Jarrett. This is Jim Papa Noel. I just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday. Uh, I'm really impressed with everything you're doing for us and uh, and for the foundation and uh, and for keeping the Sublime Legacy alive and and uh, I've, I've been listening to all the all the podcasts and I'm finding out all these things that these guys did that I didn't even know they did. You know. Okay. Anyhow, thank you very much. Thanks for the podcast. Thanks for all the help. And uh, and we're looking forward to the new stuff. Happy birthday. So happy birthday, so Jared. Happy I birthday, hope you have a baby. wonderful day. We're so appreciative of everything you do and for even starting this podcast, because if it weren't for you and Anna, of course, this thing wouldn't even exist. So thank you and happy birthday, Jared. And a happy belated birthday to Kelly. Thank you. By the time this drops. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, you guys are too much. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, as I've said, it's been a, an honor and a ton of fun to be able to to do this with you guys. And uh, I am, I'm super appreciative of you. You guys, uh, I get to just kind of hang out and tell dick jokes and uh, Kelly's booking guests and taking emails and Anna's, you know, doing all the the work behind the scenes. So uh, um, thank you to to both of you guys as well. And uh, obviously a a huge thank you to your dad for taking time out for that message. That was uh, absolutely awesome. So thank you very much, ladies. You're welcome. So what are we ending the show with tonight? Well, I think it, would only make sense. Kelly, I told you um, before we started recording this, this song, every time I hear it, it reminds me of the taste of blue Gatorade and regret because that's what I've, I've had a few of these nights in my younger days. We all have, I'm happy that we've all moved on from it. Uh, but it would be crazy not to uh, end out this show with from the house that Bradley built. Kelly, where can people pick up that album? You can grab that at law-records.com. They've got all the House That Bradley Built stuff there. Absolutely. So from the supervillains off the House That Bradley Built compilation, this is what happened.
what happened? Look, she may be an angel. She may be a queen. She might be.